What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime, with Digging In With Naime, and I'm here with... Your co-host, say it with me, co-host. I'm here with... Your co-host... I'm here, come on. Kimberly. <laughs> That's my government name, just kidding. It's Kim, y'all, hey, how you doing? If this is your first time to the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. For the people who... Family. Oh, welcome, welcome back, back family. family. See, right. that's only something a co-host would catch. Anyways, for those of you who this is your first time listening, you would be like, I don't get the little back and forth of why I won't call her a co-host. But anyways, you've already done it. You'll get. <laughs> you <might as> well just <laughs> you'll get. You'll you'll get. You'll get used to it eventually. Uh, Kim, how you doing? I just want to go back to that real quick because multiple people now have like, you know, she said it. I said, I know multiple she did say people, it. One person. Nope. Leslie Jordan. And there was someone else. Jordan and I can't say. remember. They were like, no, we heard her say it on the podcast. Jordan's a faithful listener. So you said it. That's ugh, one of the best supporters I have. He I. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 <Love> nah, Jordan. <laughs> Kim, how you doing today? It is April, your birthday month. It is, it is. Which people always talk about um, what, 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 what signs and all that stuff like that. So I don't follow that, so I don't know. But I know I'm not what people always say. They're like, oh, Aries, Aries, Aries. I'm, I'm, that's not what I am because I'm at the end of the month. So people are like, oh, that's interesting. But that's just a, Wait, like you're you're actually not an Aries. You're no, different sign, not. or you don't act like how. No, I'm Aries. not an Aries. Oh, what <laughs> I'm a Taurus. <laughs> but people always think April, and they're like, oh, oh, but because you're at the end of the month. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I think it's interesting how like I don't know because you're right. Like for a Cap, I'm a Capricorn, but Capricorn is also in December mm-hmm. and some of January, so it's interesting. Uh, your niece is also a Capricorn, which she is about to be like. Oh, Lord. Lord. I'm excited for that. Anyways, what are... It's my baby's birthday tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Journey. How old is he going to be? He is turning three. So that's not really her baby. It's her nephew. It's my baby. But <laughs> as you hear. And then also Lauren, your sister-in-law, right? This and it is my sister-in-law's birthday. Lauren's pretty great. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited. I have a date tomorrow. Well, Jason says it's not a date. Jason says a date is when he pays, obviously, and he pays for the <laughs> <laughs> come, we go, we, we're going. We're going to the drive-in, so we're going in separate cars because the drive-in is in the middle between us, and so it doesn't make sense for him to come get me. And so because of that, I'm going to have to pay for my own car. But that's okay. Anyways, it's not a date, but I'm going to see my man tomorrow. So Wednesdays are a good day, so. I'm excited for summer, the drive-ins. I started doing that again last year, and I think I'm going to continue doing that as long as I hope Michael B. Jordan does that whole Amazon thing again. Again, that'd be dope. I think that's a great partnership, and he should do it again, too. I agree. Shout out to Michael B. you know, he does have a new show coming out in a few days. I think it might be a movie, but it's on Amazon. He's been it's partnering a movie with Amazon. and it's um uh, uh Ah, I literally just saw the trailer. Something with an R in it. Yeah. So um I just saw the trailer too, yeah. And then Lori Harvey posted like Yeah cute, whatever. <laughs> Since we're talking about T V, what are you currently watching? The last thing I watched. So I have been more on a movie binge lately, which, you know, <laughs> I love movies. I uh, haven't really watched too many shows, but the last movie I watched was Netflix, and that was the um, Concrete Cowboy with Idris Elba and Jarrell Jerome and yeah. Caleb McLaughlin. Like, it was very, very well done. I thought it was beautiful, um, which I think I might do a podcast on that. But anyways, I, I, I truly enjoyed it. I thought it was a wonderful story, and the fact that there's real life, like, Cowboys right now to this day in Philly. I think that's dope. Oh, that was taking place in Philly. Mm-hmm. And then they like interviewed some of the real. real I heard people. that. Yeah, I heard that. Thing. And so I thought that was that. It was just really, really cool, inspiring, uplifting story. Um, a lot of cussing. So if you don't like cussing, I mean, don't do that. But that's about all. Like as far as children appropriate. But no, it was it was phenomenally done. Mm-hmm. And Method Man was in it. <laughs> you know, I love that. I, I, I want to watch it. It's on my list of things to watch. I just didn't feel like watching that today. I wanted to finish some other stuff. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
I think. You said you're going to do a podcast on Moxie too. I know. I'm just like, you know, I see a good movie and then I just forget about it. But I'm getting into it. I promise. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. I mean, you always have a space, I suppose, to use. But anyways, I have been watching specific... I mean, I've been watching a few shows. Snowfall, which we'll talk about another day. Dynasty, which we'll talk about day two. Dynasty is just so... A hot mess. Yes, it, it truly is. Like, it truly... Like, first off, the Latina, who's supposed to be the same person, has literally been a new Latina in all three seasons. With but, the same name. With the same name. And, like, the first woman took the woman's identity. And I don't know. It's, it's dumb. It's supposed to be the same person, and it's been three different women. Well, the first season to the second season, they're not the same woman. It's a different thing. But anyways, what I have been watching, though... Is woke with Lamorne Morris and I, AKA Winston Bishop. Yeah, Winnie the Bish. So if you don't watch woke, <laughs> first off, I was a little apprehensive about watching it. I was like, eh, what's this gonna be? It's probably, you know, something created by white people, thinking it's their take on it. Anyways, so I've been watching it, and the girl from the weekend, that weekend trip. Oh, it, remember we see, and she's like really funny and from the weekend oh the black girl yes 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 from snl sure she yeah she's from snl i forgot her name but she plays she's in a few things she's been coming up lately i forgot her name but she's also in it but anyways there was one episode um so basically he is a a comic creator i guess and he while putting up comics and he's like a famous comic creator uh, white people specifically love him. And so while putting up flyers of some of his comics just for the fun of it, he gets attacked by the police. Um, they, they just tackle him and, and threaten him, pull the gun on him. And so he has a very traumatic experience. A few hours later, we're supposed to be at a, sh- a showing. It ends up going on this rampant about injustices that's happening to black people and how he's known they're there, but he never... It never caught his eye as important to him in that moment because it never affected him specifically, basically. Anyways, he ends up losing the rights to his comic. And then from here, it just goes on this train as this man is quote-unquote now woke, right? He's now aware of things happening to him as a black man. And there's one specific episode, the Cubby episode. And I thought it was so what? Cubby. Cubby is supposed to be this koala bear that from the zoo that gets out. And... Um, and there's just so many things happening. They're on a bus, and there's like a, a man who uh, is living on the streets, has no home, has no money, and he's asking for money. And people are like ignoring him. They won't even look him in his eyes, mm. but they're saying that they're going to give money to a GoFundMe for a koala bear to be found. Mm. And so he then says something, and it's this whole thing. And then he ends up going. They. They have a protest for Cubby because a police officer ends up killing Cubby, ends up choking him. So it's they, a huge thing. They, it's a huge thing, and they make it into this, like, can't breathe mm. situation. And so he loses his mind, right? He, and so they have names. They have Sandra Bland, uh, Tamir. They have, I forgot what names, but I think Sandra Bland was one of them. I want to say Tamir Rice was another name, and then Cubby. Stop it. And so this this Stop man was trying it. to say like that Cubby's and so he Lamont or uh Lamorne, thank you, but his name on the show is I forgot his name on the show. But anyways, he loses his mind. But it was just so interesting to see like Oh, and so they end up getting the police officer, he ended up losing his job. Mm. And it's like we can't even let that happen mm. in real life. Um they come after the city council and like they're like Things are happening all because these quote-unquote PETA people or whoever, oh, right? Not that I have any problem with PETA, but the idea of, which we've talked about, right? Like, y'all willing to fight head and nail for an animal, but not for human life. So it was really interesting. The show is only eight episodes, but they did renew for a second season. So I'm, I'm interested. It is a comedy. Everything is very comedic. It's really funny, honestly. I, would actually, I love I would actually love to watch it with you because you, you laugh. And I like watching stuff with you and Dwayne because it's like you guys will laugh out loud. You know, some things are funny, but no one will laugh. They're like, Haha, a giggle. You guys laugh out loud. So it's like it's, enjoy- <laughs> it's enjoyable for me as well. 
But the only thing is that there's a lot of cursing in this as well. But it's nothing crazy. There's cursing and then they smoke pot. But like other than that, there's no sex scenes or anything crazy. I mean, like we know they're having sex, but it's not like you don't see anything. So anyways, it's just an interesting take. But uh, what are you reading? He's the first of the month. That's why I always ask this question at the, at the beginning of the month. I literally just read, well, give me a second. Okay, I well, the title. I'm reading When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole. And this book is gentrification happening in a neighborhood in Brooklyn. And they're like, the, the white people are, are supposed... It's supposed to be a horror book. So the white people are coming in and taking over and like um, doing crazy things to get the black people to move out. So it's just gentrification. But it's really interesting because it's supposed to be a horror... Just like uh, us and Get Out, right? Where it's like, these are... These are, um, things are happening in the world, but they take it on a horror, on a horror side. But go ahead, what are you going to say? Uh, so the book I was reading, you and your horrors, interesting. <laughs> well, the horror book I've been reading. No, you just like horror stuff, like movies, mm. books. Like, you used to be big on that. Not necessarily. You used to be big uh, on No, 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 I don't mind watching with people. I hate watching it by myself. I won't watch it by myself, but go ahead. Um, Unless it's in the daytime. Right. <laughs> my family loves horror, so that is, I end I up watching it. it quite a bit. I cannot. But do it's it. not like my first choice. Like I'm not gonna choose to watch it. But I heard really great stuff about this book, and it's not even a horror, right? It, it's the horror of like white people coming in and taking over and, and gentrifying. Like there's no actual horror to it, other than that, you know. Interesting. Go ahead. That's actually interesting. Uh, the book I'm reading it was called Grover, Grover team or something like that but it's about this girl she she joins a soccer team um she ain't never played soccer a day in her life um and it's just really funny because she hates it but she 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 joined it because like this boy that she liked but it's pretty funny how many of us have like I'm not joining no soccer team (laughs) have done stuff out of did you tell did you tell your brother what I said today no, I meant to. <laughs> He's gonna be so weak. Anyways, Kent, what you got for us? Well, in the hot mess world of you know, social media and rumor mills and all that junk, um, there's a lot that has been happening. However, I'm gonna take it on a light route. So, in happy happy news, many millennials will probably be excited about this. I don't know too much about Generation uh, Z, X, Y, whatever y'all call yourselves. Um, the new Space Jam movie. The trailer finally released. Now, they've been talking about this Space Jam movie, I personally feel years. like, since LeBron got into the league. I feel like that's how long they've been talking about this darn movie. So, they officially came out with the trailer, and I'm actually low-key excited. I will always be a biased fan of the first one. I'm not a big fan of sequels and all of that. However, and you obviously you can't compare to MJ. There's there's no comparison. Okay. But it does look kind of good. So I'm very excited for that. Um, and that should be coming out this summer. So it came when when I was at the pool this past weekend, it came on, but I I got like the last leg of it. Really where it was like him, LeBron James, looking in the camera and then walking away. I'm not really sure what happened. But I, it said Space Jam after. And the people who were at the pool, too, were also like, there are some people high-fiving and they, oh, yeah, excited. Like, it's exciting. And then there are other people who, who said that, like, we should have just let the first one alone. No. But I'm excited to watch it because of this, because of this. I think, I think... I think that things can be done correctly if you put it in, like, example. No Coming to America 2 wasn't funny, right? Like, the first one. It wasn't, it can't touch the first one. But I respect it, and it wasn't, like, terrible. Because I think that they give respect, and they give light, they give references, and they, they allow the people who are in it to come and do their thing. Agreed. And with this new Space Jam, you have Ryan Coogler, which... Oh, I didn't know he was doing it. He's awesome. He, right, what exactly. What has he done that's not good? Exactly. Exactly. Who, so, who is Michael Jordan coming at all? Like, is he going to make that? Probably not, not. Like, he's like one of those, like, he, he, to me, Michael Jordan, like, oh, Beyonce status. Like, I'm here. I'm not doing anything I don't need to do. 
if I need to show my presence, maybe I'll do it. That's about it. Like, when Kobe died, like, he, he did the future. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but Michael Jordan, like, he'd be in his own world making his millions, billions, if not. Um, but I will say, there will never, like, the, especially as a millennial, the, the magic of Space Jam, like the I original one. Yes. The, there will never be another, I believe I can fly. I know um, we don't rep the man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had to go there, but that was a classic, y'all. But, I mean, like it was a classic. Space Jam's a big deal. At least so, in my growing up. They like, were singing it in churches, y'all. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. They were singing it at graduations. They'd be singing it in the club, at closing, the last call. Like, it, it, it was. Closing last call. You know when they'd be closing? Get the drink, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I'm excited. I I didn't think I would be as excited as I am to to see it, just because I am a fan of the first one. But I'm I'm pretty geeked. That's funny. Well, thank you, Kim, for sharing that. Cause I'm actually really excited. Do we know when it's coming out? Summer. I gotta look again. I, I have too many movies in my head because Jason Statham's new movie's coming out this Ooh. month. Um, uh, is on Wrath Netflix. Of, Wrath of Men? Huh? What? Wrath of Men? Man? Was it coming out? Something like that. Huh? What was it coming on on? Like movie, movie. Oh. Like, like theaters. theaters? Say yeah. it like that because movie, movie means nothing because they're all movie, movie. When I say movie, movie, I'm thinking theaters. Oh, okay. I'll say Netflix or Amazon if it's one of them. There's way too many streaming sites where I feel away. I wanted to watch Queen Latifah's The Equalizer. Like, I was really curious and CBS has its own little thing. Does any CBS? Yeah, CBS comes on Hulu. No, Because House of Pain's on there. Tyler Perry's House of Pain that's on CBS. technically BET and that's TBS. Oh. Yeah, no, CBS, because the neighborhood's not on there. Um, CSI, all of those, that's CBS. Where's CSI on? I've seen that before. Oh, CBS. They're all under CBS. And it's not on Sling, because mm-hmm. we got some. My parents pay for Like Sling. CBS makes it like, you gotta pay for. I'm not trying to do that. Do they have where you can watch a few episodes for free? I don't know. I never tried it. I have some bad. I just go over to my grandpa's house and Cause watch they have, it because they record it. Have you been watching it? Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? Equalizer. Oh, no. My mom likes the show. I'm not a big fan. I don't like the crime shows like that. I'll stop. You were talking about the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you, Cam, for giving us that lovely presentation. <laughs> I feel like that was... What movie is that from? She was like, thank you. Thank you for that. Interesting presentation. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Dynasty? (laughs) So tonight we're digging into reparations, which is an interesting conversation because of how we feel about it. And both Kim and I feel differently about it. Um, What did you say? So we do. Yeah. And so before we give any opinions or anything, I want to tell you what exactly we're discussing. So... I we both I sent Kim an article by Well and Good, and then a episode of NPR uh, Planet Money called Money and Justice. So on NPR's Planet Money, Money and Justice. First, I want to just share some facts. So they shared that a man, a gentleman, and his wife—they're both white. I forgot their names. Do you remember their names? I feel like I wrote it down. No. Well. So they have written a book. I forgot. Did you, did you get the name Girl. of the book? I didn't get the name of the book. But they, they're writing a book about reparations. And they actually do the math of how much it would cost to give reparations to, they said, every black American household. So they did not specify it being specifically to black families who had enslaved uh family members or ancestry but just in general black family members excuse me black family households now there is a hundred trillion dollars in wealth in the u.s quick question would that go to like the ditties of the world that's a black household he they didn't they didn't say but possibly probably I mean, no, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like they would. Do, I didn't catch that the first time. That's what I'm asking. They, they, they didn't bring it up. Head. They didn't bring it up. But if it's every black household, yeah, they didn't bring it up. But they were counted technically because we know that the, at the moment, until we have the new census actually comes out, black people make up thirteen percent of the U.S. population. So yeah, Diddy technically counts in that thirteen percent. Um, 
so out of the 100 trillion dollars in wealth, which that's a number I don't even know how many zeros zeros are in, <laughs> black people have less than three trillion, less than three trillion dollars of wealth. So the U.S. owns a hundred trillion dollars in wealth, and black families only have three trillion. From that, um, they decided in order to have reparations and in order to get black people on the same playing field, $10 trillion would have to go to black households. $10 trillion would have to go to black households. That looks like $800,000 to every black family in America. $800,000. So they actually did the math. It would only be 800000 to each black family. He did not, and again, this is probably in the book, but he did not specify, because he went from $10 trillion to black households to then 800000 to every black family. So he did not say for the black family if that was household or if that's like the Thomas family mm. would be 800,000 that we'd have to split amongst us or your grandmama, your cousin. Yeah. Your like I don't, I don't know. They didn't, they didn't specify that. But another thing that's interesting is that black head of households with a college degree have two thirds of wealth. Um, that white households with no college degree have, which is interesting. We, Nothing we haven't already known. I didn't know that number. Did you know you had like two thirds? Like the two thirds thing? No, but I could probably guesstimate. Well, like we could guesstimate, but I'm talking about numbers. Like these are actual numbers. So it, it looks different. When you actually have numbers, that's well, we know those... that just based off of how many black homeowners. Like, how many black homeowners are there? No, what I'm saying is like if we think of in our head, like without using like actual statistics. We know how many black people oh, right. own their own home. You right. get what I'm saying? That's no, what I'm we saying. know that, but I, like what I'm saying, seeing numbers is different. So seeing the $800,000, that's more tangible to me. That's something that we can actually work to versus everybody deserves reparations. Well, what are we working towards? This number means more to me than just saying, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Okay, so then we found out in the month of the end of March going into April that Illinois just Illinois 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 <laughs> Evanston Illinois which is a in the annoying things I know that but as I'm reading it you know it's like as you're reading it though you yeah anyway so Evanston Illinois Illinois is has approved the first reparations program for their black residents they approved $400,000 of reparations program for black residents. Um, they're going to allocate the city's first $10 million in revenue from the state's 3% cannabis tax reparations, two reparations. So they're taxing cannabis and the first $10 million would go towards this reparations program. Since um, 2020, Asheville, North Carolina, California, Maryland, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania are all places that are exploring the idea of reparations, which is pretty interesting. Uh, the Everston Reparations Resolution, I'm going to read the, the article now. So the Everest, Everston Reparations Resolution focuses on housing inequality among among the city's 75,000 residents. So there's only 75,000 res, black residents in this specific city. They're, they're looking at redlining, a New Deal era policy that allowed lenders to refuse mortgages in those living in predominantly black neighborhoods, um, which created the segregation, the segregated of communities and wealth and inequalities that are there today. And so they th- are saying that the first round of reparations of the $400,000 will be used for $25,000 home ownership and improvement grants, um, as well as mortgage assistance for black residents. And the way they, the way they, the city define reparations is any process for restorative relief must connect between the harm imposed in the city. So they're saying that in order to have reparations, that they want to, that reparations is to restore, and that in order to do that, that they must connect 
and understand that the city caused the harm. Um, the evidence showing that the city's part in housing discrimination as a result of early city zoning ordinances in place between 1919 and 1969, which is when they banned housing discrimination in 1969. By using funds from cannabis taxes, the city allows profit from the white-dominated legal cannabis industry, which again is interesting to know that black and brown people get arrested high numbers, high rates for selling and or just having weed, pot, cannabis, whatever you want to call it on them when now we're in a business where white people are predominantly the ones buying, selling, and profiting off of it. Um, this is all from the war on drugs that they want to try to fix. Some Everstons think that it's that they need to do more. They think that they think that grants are limiting and they're actually pushing for cash payments. Because realistically, what about the people who cannot own homes yet? Like, what does that look like? But anyways... Let me know when I can chime in. <laughs> uh, a, a woman said um, she is... Her name's not on here. I thought it was. Cicely Fleming, who is a council member. She's the only one who voted against the resolution. She's a black woman. She says that she is 100% in support of reparations. She, I come from three legacy black families in Everston who have suffered enough. But what is before us tonight is a housing plan dressed up as reparations. We must understand the definition of true reparations and its main goal. To do that, the people dictate its terms to power, not the other way around, which I thought is interesting, right? In order to have true reparations, it's the people dictating the power, not the government. Um, rather, this resolution is dictating to black residents what they need and how they will receive what they need. So, I thought that was really interesting. With all that being said, I hope all understood. What are your thoughts? I have so, so very, 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 very many. Um, just so people who don't know, like uh, me and I, because you had mentioned earlier, like we have different viewpoints on reparations in general. And so for me, just to give a overall view, I do not support reparations in the idea of how they're mentioned here or just giving free money to people i just i don't believe in that i think we, we, we should all work for what we have but there's reasons behind that and i'll get to that in a minute but just touching based off of the article that you read all of the money that they were describing in that article of basically giving back to the the black community you had touched on it is from the cannabis as you had mentioned, how many black and brown people have been imprisoned over selling, or even those we know who, um, I forget which documentary it was, maybe it was um, 13th, but we know like people who are just sitting in jail rotting They're over still. a dime bag. Right, They're that's what I'm saying. Still, yeah. So it seems to me that you guys are trying to fix a bleeding heart with a band-aid. Like, that, that, that's how I see it. You're trying to wash over an issue that y'all created even you mentioned the war on drugs if we go back to the 80s and just looking at how all of that was manifested and just how how the prison systems were controlled and and are controlled even still to this day the fact that y'all are using the cannabis tap that that blows my mind that that's one point to it second point was the idea of it would be used for housing and they would give you a certain amount and there's still qualifications to me in my head i take that as like so the man is still in power so it's daddy giving us our allowance like Which daddy what she said cicely fleming yes like it's it's, it's like here you mm -hmm. go you kids can have this mm -hmm. but it needs to be in these confinement like no no i i just don't agree with that first of all because you still don't have power you're not empowered with that Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, you're not. Especially when most cities, if not they should, in states already have housing agreements to an extent. Like housing Right, and then at uh, what programs. point? And then at what point can they Houses just be stick. like, no, we're going to take your house back. Or you don't own this. Or whatever the case, fill in the blanks. But it's still not yours. Yeah. It's still not yours. The third thing that I wanted to point out was... Um, more on like a, on, on a spiritual level, like why I just don't believe 
and reparations. I feel like nothing is ever going to be fair. If life was fair, we wouldn't have any issues. Honestly, there, there would be no problems in this world if life was fair, if everybody got treated exactly the same, if everything was on an even playing field. We know that's not the case. It hasn't been the case since you want to go back to Cain and Abel. It's just, it just hasn't been. That's not what it is. In an idealistic world, that would be awesome, but we know that that's not the case. And I believe, I think I even told you this before, like we've had this conversation where I truly believe like the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Like I believe like in, on some sort of level that is black people. Like we, we've come last in so many things. Like at some point we we're going to come out victorious at some point. I truly believe that. Um, but in the idea of just handing out free money, I, I don't. I don't believe it. The only time I would say, the only time I would say reparations would be um, feasible or appropriate is for people who have been incarcerated falsely and they've had their lives taken away and they get out of jail because somebody came forward or there was quote unquote new evidence of something and they've lost 20 years of their life. You need to pay them everything that they possibly could have had. That's the only time in my mind that so I you think... also don't believe in Native Americans receiving reparations? That's a little bit harder. Their, their land was stolen. We were brought here as, 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 as laborers, as slaves. So... To me, that's different. But do you believe Native Americans? Because you said the yes, only I way do. you say to answer it, to simplify it, yes, because their land was taken from them. So you think Native Americans and people who are falsely accused and in prison should have reparations? Yes, and I think that's where I would I would draw it. At. That'd be it. Yeah. Okay. You said you were going to share why you think Black people should not receive reparations. Do you? Are you going to do that? I didn't know if you wanted to hop in. Okay. I'll go after you. So, as we, we've previously talked about before, the same water that hardens an egg softens the potato. Like, again, life is not fair. People have had it hard. Every, everybody's story is different. But to say, like, we all should be on this same playing field. Like if, I'm just going to use Diddy as an example. He's out here been hustling, doing his thing for X amount of years. And he's built up this, this legacy and this family and this wealth. So because he made this much money, somebody who decides they never want to work. I, I, don't, I don't feel like I want to work. I want to live off of government assistance for the rest of my life because that's all that I know they should get money just because of the color of their skin like I don't I don't agree with that so or you have the the single mom who's been working three jobs and she she's trying to feed her her children versus someone who again decides you know what I'm gonna be on on welfare all my life I, I don't think they should get the same benefit I, I just don't believe that okay so, I believe in reparations um, to address some of the things you said specifically. I, I, so, if we, if we understand the idea of reparations, it came from what was promised. Right? There was a promise of because we've enslaved you, because we've brought you here, there will be something that we're going to give you because we stopped you from thriving, because we've raped your women, because we've... Um, then later on when you were able to get the land that some were promised we then took it back right like there, there's been a lot of again drug um war on drugs right you have you have uh the jim crow laws right there's just been so much oppression and because of this oppression again we promised what was it an uh 40 acres and a mule right we, we said these things and we did not give a thing I did not mention is that this man in NPR Planet Money, Money and Justice episode, the man who is writing the book mentions that this amount of money doesn't just come out of nowhere either. It's not just because $100 trillion 
that the U.S. has $100 trillion in wealth, but it also came back them doing the math of 40 acres and a mule. What would cost this much in today's time? So this is actually money promised to generations of black people that they never saw it. So I do believe that the U.S. government should uphold that promise, personally. Another thing, um, I do think that it's dangerous for me, personally, to say and, and compare someone on welfare, whether they're choosing to be there or that's the circumstance they're in, versus someone wealthy, because that is showing their value is in their work. And I am not my work. My value is not my work. I am an image barrier of God, period. And so before any work I do, I am God's child. I am an image. And, and if those who don't believe in the Lord and so are not an heir to the throne yet, right, because they don't believe, they're still image barriers. My image does not come from the work I do, but the image that I carry, which is God. And so I think it's very, I, I personally can. Can I comment on that? Wait, please? I didn't interrupt okay, you. Okay. I did not interrupt you. I can't stand when people use that specific thing, because they use it for so much. And it's there's biblical things where it mm -hmm. talks about people not working, but again, but it talks about not working, you can't eat. It does not talk about you are less than. It never says less it does than. Not, wait, wait, let me, I know. But, that, but that's what I feel like we're communicating. That because Diddy has worked so, so hard, in a white dominant space and it has been able to thrive because I don't have that I'm less than and that's what it sounds like you were saying I know that's not your intention but that's how it comes off and so when people say things like that it really bothers me because I think that that is ridiculous for us to get our wealth our, our value from our work especially because that's what our, our country does that's what our world does where I'm not valuable unless I'm bringing money in where I'm not important right we, we can think about how many times and again, I understand biblically speaking, right? The, the Bible says you don't eat if you don't work. Cool. But at the same time, my value is not in my work. My value is not. Like, my, 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 like I work great, but my value is not in my work. And so I think that is very dangerous to, to say. Uh, there was, what was else was there? I do believe in reparations, as I said, because I do think that, again, it was promised. And I want to see a promise. Now, does it... Um, now that I'm seeing numbers, and I think what's also important to understand is that we saw these make big numbers, right? So we saw, now we're seeing these numbers starting to make sense. You have Biden sign a $1.2 trillion, right, to give emergency funding to American people. Like, we know it can happen. We've seen these dollars. I think if, if we just did a audit and we actually looked, where's our, where's our money going and is it actually helping and serving? And when we know that our largest budget is our military, and then you can add the police in that. And I do think that can be decreased. Um, a, a question that I don't think anyone ever asks is what, what war are we currently in? What countries are we currently in that we are in war with? And, I, and I'm interested in to hear, and I wish people would respond to this, but I'm really interested in, in hearing how many people know what war we are still in. From 2000 from from when when the first uh, Bush Bush was in office and there was threats right like we are still in that battle and it's like most people don't know that because we don't talk about it because it's not in the news but it's like we're technically still over there right we may not be in Afghanistan or we may be over here or or we may not be we may be just a little more to the left or to the right but nonetheless we're still in this war so again where's our funding going to where's our money going to where's our priorities I think if we asked those things and we were intentional about asking those things, we could find some money to, to do this. And again, the last thing I'm gonna say, it's not to give, I don't, it's not to make anyone equal because it won't. You have Walt Disney, mm -hmm. who generation, generation, like it's, it's not, this money, this little chump change compared to the 100 trillion, think about that, $10 trillion is chump change compared to $100 trillion. Because then you still have $90 trillion. That's chump change. That's nothing. That's money that is probably missing right now from the U.S. government Do because they all need it. No, no, no. That's it's just, just chump change, you know. To the American government, yes. <laughs> to the American government, yes. That's chump change to the American. Not to me. I ain't got no ten trillion dollars. No, that's money that I don't have. But that's that's compared. That's that's not 
again, I, I mean, I would love to see like numbers, right, of what, what we're doing. And you can look at the budget, the U.S. budget. They have so much of it online that you could you can look through. But again, realistically, it's just giving, again, $800,000. That's just giving people opportunity to flourish. It's not making, I'm not, wait, because I it's not making anyone equal because there's gonna be people who still have way more than that because that is eight, like let's say it was you, your mom, your dad, Kim, I'm sorry, you, your mom, your dad, Eric, and uh, Dominique because that's your family. But then Dominique has two kids. So you have 800,000 divided by five. Can you do that for me? Like right now? Yeah, I'm curious. 800,000, that, that's five zeros, just in case you're wondering because I seem to always mess up on my zeros. So 800,000 divided by five is what? Divide by five is one hundred sixty thousand. So you only get one hundred sixty thousand. Now like, can I ask that, my question? No, wait, because I did not interrupt you. Now I want okay, to go, I wanna go, get go, my go. points out. And so th that's one hundred sixty thousand dollars that you alone are getting. Okay, think about one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Dominique having one hundred sixty thousand dollars with the two kids that she has, and the thing like you know, I, I just I think again that's not that's no one that's no one that's not making anyone equal that's dominic ain't equal to nobody you ain't equal to nobody with that hundred sixty five thousand dollars you're just able to flourish a little more than you could before because that's hundred sixty five thousand dollars you didn't have before and then when it's gone then what then it's gone do we feel like we got our empowerment back like do we feel like we got what we were owed when it's gone? I think that's an individual basis. Like, well, our, our, our slavery, our, our bruises and our wounds and the stories that our grandparents and grandparents told us, like, that's just going to Would that happen to, a, to much, a person much who's better? in prison? Would that happen to a, a person who's in prison? No, but I still so why that, that they okay? could do. So is that not the same? Again, no, the, the people who would be getting this money, Naime, are not the same people. It's the, the people that are our age right now. It's not the people who are out marching with Martin Luther King. It's not the people who are out getting beat and whipped it, it's not the same it's not see you you see how i didn't try to convince you otherwise i'm not trying to convince you but i'm trying to i'm trying to again restate my point i'm not i promise you i'm not trying to convince you because because i think what, I what you think and i think, think what yeah. i think and that's but okay. i do have a question because we we that live was in america no because huh. i've been wanting to ask this question since you started since we live in america and we're such a mixed pot how does this work with mixed people with me, yeah. How does Why it work? Little attitude? You no, I'm not like having that. attitude. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know how does this work? Since we're such a mix, do you only get half of the money, or let's say people who are like only one quarter percent black, do they get something? Because again, if we do the one drop drop rule, everybody has well, black in them. Again, so how how would we? We're going. We're going. Thing? We're going based off of this article and this this right. um thing so you have so to i'm asking book. him like you got so he probably talked about work? it you should read the book get the book i I'm, i might have to look into that because i'm interested because but 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 again if and we're then talking, what if you're half of a minority so for example for you you're half hispanic and half black i'm not hispanic but yes latina mexican but yes okay but like how does that work or is it different for like a half black half white person or let's say you have uh, Tia Maori's kids who are three-fourths white, but they still have that 1% because they're grandma. Like, where, where's the line drawn? That's where it gets murky and but, but again, and But again, but again, it's talking about family households, right? So my that's father being... That's a household. Being, Tia right. Tamara, their so, mother is so, black. Right, that's a okay. household. But so, then, so that's what it would go to. And then from there, like the same thing, Kim, if you got the money, you can decide what you want to do with the money, whether you spend it on a mortgage whether you spend it on so those kids don't get part of that household kim you're not listening i am listening. it would go to your household yes right, and let's right. say that's your mom and dad let's let's take it from there that that is your household but is it one what you're i'm not listening you're not listening. understanding my question because if they're married let's say if it's one household if it's just one black woman and a white man they get the eight hundred thousand dollars from my understanding of what they're saying it's a oh, household. that's what i'm asking it's a household but it's technically only it's half a household family because it's not a black family but okay i get what you're saying it is a black family the a white husband, man and the a husband, black woman the husband is may not, not a black, black household the husband may not be black it's not a black it household is. then when my father does any census that talks about our household because he's the man who is signing up or whatever we're considered black 
Okay, but a white man and a black woman is not a black household. I'm sorry, boo boo. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and that's all I gotta say on that. And I saw Mary had a little laugh. <laughs> We're not gonna get into because this this one will. Anyways, I I I think I do believe in reparations, especially. I may have I may think it differently if. America never wrote and they literally wrote stuff down hoping to put it into law and then Lincoln dies, right? Like realistically this this was was something that the government planned on doing and they just stopped. So, I do think that especially if we have 100 trillion dollars, I think that's something the least we can do. I still think that we can do more for uh Native American tribes. I still think they, their land is dwindling each and every day, even though they have protective land sovereignty and stuff, and they're, they're still not, they're not given what they're deserved. I also have, a, I have so many questions for this book, because I also want to know, what if people book, who are living in America, but they weren't born in America, let's say if you're from... No, 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 no. Eritrea, no. let's say you're from no. Haiti, like, no. do those represent black households here? Those would be no. But is that what he's counting he talks in that about, number as black households? Do you see what I'm saying? This is where it can get murky, though. No, it it, it wouldn't get murky yes. if you establish this. No, if you establish these things, they, they would establish this before they just give out money, Kim. Yeah, I think they, it's a little messy. No, okay. I don't think so. And you know why I don't think so? Because look how easy it was for us to get money from the IRS for a pandemic that went to. Everybody. It wasn't based off of a skin tone no, or race right. or nothing. But that's not the point. No, it did not go to everybody. If you had a certain amount you of money. You know what I'm trying to say. No, but that's the point. They were able to get it done. So they could get this done if they chose to. They could also make parameters if they chose to. Just like they would have done then with I'd Lincoln. I'd be interested to see what those parameters are. I want to read this book now. I'm going to have to... I'll put the book in the Let's show notes. Let's read it together and then come back to me. I'm, I am way more okay with that. I would Let's love that, that idea. Because I just... But I do <laughs> it think... It ain't making sense up here. I think it's, it's interesting. Not. From reading these things... And, and, and I didn't address Illinois. Illinois, you can do better. I think this was... I, I, to what Kim said. It is a father coming in and saying, you can have this on today, but tomorrow I might change it. Like, that's literally what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like something, like, as, as uh, Miss Fleming said, y'all could do better. Y'all can change some things. Like, this literally keeps power in your hands. It does not do anything, so y'all can do better. I am curious to see North Carolina, California, Maryland, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania to see what you guys have, and I'll actually be looking into it. I'm curious to see what other people think. I mean, I always put a poll on Instagram, so y'all could check out the poll on Instagram that will be going out Thursday, right after this goes out. It goes Tag up me. on Thursday. Um, did anything in your mind change? No. Why are you laughing? I was just answering no. I know, because the way you said no. For me... Um, what I, I found interesting was something I thought about and you asked. But I thought about when I was listening to this and I just assumed because I, I listened to it a few times. I kept going back because I wanted to make sure I caught everything. Because it's only a, a short, small ending of it. But of the point you made of like, is it coming from people who weren't born here? And, and those those were questions I had. Um, and he never said no. He did just say black people. Because I mean, slaves are brought from all over the world. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't just to America. That's that's where my question is. Yeah. I, yeah. But you're not talking about slaves. You're talking about people, the immigrant people who came in after that. Who came in on yeah. their own. But what if I'm, you were brought here enslaved, that's right. one thing. But what I'm saying, like, if we're talking about people being treated bad, I thought we were talking about overall, just black people as a whole being treated bad. America's not the only place that they were, do you get what but I'm saying? But we're talking, wait, what? America was not the only. No, say I get it what you're saying, but I didn't understand this. America's not the only place. What? Like that was treating bad, not bad people, black people badly. Right, but we're talking about America because America can't control what the rest of the world does. America can control what America does. Okay. America has its own money. So, but I mean, again, so you have families that have been here for generations, but they're from Eritrea or they're from 
um, Haiti, like again, or they're from the Dominican Republic. I don't know. The same thing as. So would they count though? Are they black and have they been here? And yeah. Because they counted, they counted, he counted slavery, Jim Crow, if you lived through Jim Crow, like, right? Um, so I think from the inception of slavery to Jim Crow, if you if your generation came around that time, if you came in during that time. Let's say they came in 1970, it. but now we're four decades out. We got to read the book, huh, honey? Because I don't have an answer. I'm literally telling you based off what I think. But yeah, I want to read I don't think it's messy. I think it's very plausible. I think it's feasible. I think we can do it if we chose to. We are literally, we are giving reparations. Like, like we can do it. It can be done. People will get reparations. A a lot of, not a lot. I should not say that because I don't have actual numbers. But I know that when we think about the, the, the men who were falsely accused when they were boys, um, the, the Central, Park Central Park Five, thank you. I was going to say the New York Park Five. The Central Park Five. He <laughs> was in New York. Things. Right. But the Central Park Five, like, they received reparations. Now, again, it's a smaller group, like, right? Like, but nonetheless, I think it is possible to do. I also think that we need to start getting reparations, that word, into our vocabulary because it does happen. If you are falsely accused or if you've been imprisoned, you... Sometimes. Some, I was just about to say, you sometimes receive reparations. That is a word that we do give reparations in America today. I just think that when we say reparations, we only think it's going to be based off of slavery. No, reparations happen any and every day. So I think that's something that we should keep in mind. Anywho, I would love to know what you all think, yes, your thoughts please. on this. Hit us up. You can hit me up on Twitter at N-N-I-I-A-M-E-Y. It's the same on Instagram. Uh, you can email me at young a youngrealistic at gmail.com. All this will be in the show notes. I'll also link the episode, podcast episode, and then the, uh, what is this, article to there. And then on Thursday, I'll give a poll on my Instagram because I'm really curious as to what you all think. And I might do it on Twitter too. I don't know. We'll see how much time I have. But Kim, is there anything else you want to add or say? No, I'm interested in this poll. So tag me. Don't forget to tag me. It doesn't, what is tagging you doing? So I know, so I can repost it, is what you I'm saying. You can repost it, it won't story. do nothing. What do you mean it won't do nothing? When you repost it, it's just going to show that I tagged you? But I want people to go to the poll, okay. even if it's going okay. to Okay, as long as, okay, I just didn't know if you knew that. Okay. Yes. All right, y'all, well, that's it. Peace.